Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Dirty Dishes and today I am going to talk about living life behind the camera and what I mean by that I believe at times that we as women um, and maybe some men out there too live their life behind the camera they're waiting they're always getting the perfect shot or the perfect setup or making sure their family looks great or everything's centered and symmetrical and perfect and I think that happens a lot in life as well and I am so very guilty of living my life behind the camera and not living in front of it because I feel I have so much responsibility um, as a wife, as a stepmother, as a worker. I feel all these different things. And so I think sometimes that causes me to step back and put myself in the background because I'm so busy with everything else and how everyone else's needs affect me or the situation I'm in that I forget to take care of myself. And I realized this through talking with a friend. She was actually talking about how she was on Facebook and a friend made a comment to her that all her pictures are of her kids and her husband. Are there any pictures of you? And it just made the perfect analogy of living your life behind the camera because everything is about everybody else at times and it gets really difficult. And I am so guilty of doing this. I am so guilty of feeling this way at times where I feel like I have to give and give and give until I can't give anymore and then I'm walking um, down the bitter path and... (laughs) I'm completely frustrated and sometimes that causes me to blow my top. Sometimes that makes my head want to fly off like the exorcist. Um, It just is so aggravating because we have to address our own needs as well. We have to find a way to make sure that we do put ourselves in front of the camera regardless of how the picture may look, regardless of how our life may look at that time. Um, If the background isn't clean and it's messy, then we just need to take the time and take the shot and go with it and figure out what is going to work for us, what is going to make us feel better in that situation, or what is going to help us help ourselves. Where is the self-care? And that is something I know I have been severely lacking. Um, I will give you one example is that I used to go out and get my nails done a lot. I love having my nails done. It's just part of like who I am. I like having nice nails. And I know the pandemic has played into this as well. Me not being able to go and get my nails done like I want to. And it has really sucked for me. It's me trying to do my nails and then, you know, my stepdaughter coming out and saying to me, well, I want my nails done or can we paint mine later? And she's going to be 12. And I literally told my partner the other day, I said, look, she's old enough to figure out how to paint her own nails. And I understand that she wants me to do it. And I understand that you think it's a bonding experience. But sometimes I'm not in the mood to paint her nails after I have done mine. Now, granted, some 
some people listening to this may think that sounds really selfish, but it happens way more than not when it comes to the nails. Like she will actually say to me sometimes, well, my mom has way more nail selection than you. And so I'm sitting there thinking, well, if that's the way you feel, then go ask your mom to do it. Do not come to our house, ask for us to do it and then complain about the nail selection or what have you. So actually she did do her own nails last time. And that was something that was a relief for me because I get caught up in this thing as a, or caught up in this feeling, I should say that as a parent, I have to do all these things. I have to paint nails. I have to make sure they have the right clothes. I have to make sure all their homework's done because I have put my needs in the background. My spouse is not stepping up to the plate. Therefore, I constantly try to step up to the plate. I try to go over and beyond because I feel like I don't have that help or I don't want the children to suffer or some situation to suffer because nobody was there. Nobody took charge. Nobody took the bull by the horns and got the situation under control. And like I've said before, I'm very much a type A person. I'm very much, you know, point A to point B. I like things that are linear and clear and, and life is not like that sometimes. So sometimes I think the self care and putting yourself first in front of the camera definitely is a gray area for some of us. Because we're, we get very caught up in what other people need us to do, whether it's our job, our families, our spouses, our children, maybe a friend that's going through a hard time. Um, last night, I wanted to definitely run away screaming because my husband is actually struggling with his job right now and he is not happy about some things. And he really wanted my support last night. And I had to tell him, I've been supporting you for the past two months with the situation at work. And I can't support you any more than I already have because you have to make those changes. I cannot make them for you. This is not a situation where I can afford to make it about me fixing you. This is something that needs to change for yourself. This is something that you need to move forward with. And if you really have that vision of what you want to change and you have the resources and the person that you need to reach out to to make this change, I can't do that for you. So I was pretty upset with him last night for him saying, well, you're not supporting me. You know, I just need you to support me and understand. Well, I've been understanding for two months about this whole situation and the fact that you haven't taken any steps to make the situation better or to improve the situation, I can't help you with that. So I had to draw a hard line last night and say, I can't help you with this. And he was angry with me and he was like, well, all I want is understanding and all I want is a hug. And I'm like, I understand that. I can hug you. But I have told you everything I feel that you need to do. I feel like I have told you everything that I possibly can to help you move forward with this situation and get resolution. Um, So I think sometimes 
people want to come to us if we're a comforting person, if we're somebody who listens, if we're somebody who sometimes can take on other people's emotions like an empath and you feel those emotions and you try to roll with them and you try to move forward as best you can with them and help them and and give them some ideas about how to help themselves. But there's also situations where people don't want to take that burden on. They want you to take the burden. They want you to say, help me. Help me understand this. Help me figure this out. Um, Type up an email for me. Um, Type up a draft for me because I don't know what to say. And maybe I'll send it off and use it or I'll critique it later. I am all for supporting Um, anyone in your life but if they are a habitual procrastinator with putting things forward in their life if they are procrastinating about making things better in their own situation but yet they want to continue to complain about the situation and they don't want to get help and they don't want to find a solution that's when I feel you have to put a firm boundary in place, draw a line in the sand and say, no more. I can't do this anymore with you. Um, these are your issues. These are your problems. I've listened all I can. I've given you um, my opinion. I've given you resources. You need to move forward. And I think that's where I was at with my husband last night is you need to move forward because that was putting myself in front of the camera, so to speak, like here. I can't help you with this. I don't want to deal with this right now because I've been dealing with it for two months and you have made no changes. So I think sometimes it's hard to do that. I think it's tough love that needs to happen at times and it's uncomfortable for some of us who feel responsible, who want to make sure that everybody's safe and sound and happy. Um, But it's also a problem when we are not safe and sound and happy in our own environment. And that's something I've really had to discover about myself. I've really had to work on. I really had to go forward with. And it's not an easy situation. It's uncomfortable at times because you're putting a boundary Like I said, you drew that line and then the other person is either getting agitated or frustrated or upset with you because you're no longer taking on that constant responsibility of their emotions and you're not just saying, here, I'll just do this for you or here, I'll just make sure that you get this right. It's like if you constantly help your child with their schoolwork all the time and you don't teach them how to figure out the math problem they're going to continue to come to you or they're they may continue to say I don't know how to do this but you have to be able to say hey you know here's how you do this I want you to work on it come back to me if you have a problem and we'll work through it together not to sit there and take it on and say you know that's my whole responsibility my child needs to get an A on their homework or a B or whatever it may be. That, But you have to be able to say, you have to work through this too. You have to work through it together. And that's like last night, um, for example. I have a ton of examples today. Um, <laughs> my stepdaughter actually 
texted my older stepdaughter, texted my husband and said, hey, I don't know how to get into my student portal. And keep in mind, she starts school next Tuesday. And she's sitting there asking him these questions. And I flat out said, and again, some people may think this is rude. I said, don't help her. She is a freshman. She knew that this day was coming. There had been, up until that point, there had been emails sent out to both um, my spouse and her mother about logging in. There had been um, a lot of posts on social media about what you needed to do to log in. Um, If you couldn't log in, how to reset your password. This has all been in a week's time that these emails and social media updates have been present. So her texting my spouse and saying, Hey, I don't know how to get in here was frustrating to me last night because one, we had a lot going on and two, it was aggravating because we're, I'm thinking in my head, Um, Why are you waiting till Thursday evening to say anything about the fact that you can't get logged in when school is just a few days away? Um, And I said to my spouse, did she ask her mom? Because her mom is the primary on the school account and my spouse is the secondary on the account. And he's like, well, I don't know if she asked her mom or not. I have no clue. I'm like, well, did you ask her? You know, follow up. And then I ended up sending him a link to give directions on how to reset your password. And I told him last night, I said, you know, you really need to pay attention on social media just like she does. Both of you need to pay attention to that. I said, I can't be the only one that pays attention to what happens on social media with the schooling and the updates. I said, you have to follow along as well, because a lot of schools, I've realized, you get more information on social media than you do via the email sometimes. And I don't know if that's true with all schools, but I feel social media is definitely the platform that a lot of schools use, Um, especially my stepdaughter's high school. They use social media a lot to send out reminders, to update about yearbooks, to update about um, proper clothing to be worn in school. You know, any code of conduct, they have posted it on social media. And yes, we do get an email stating this is the code of conduct and things of that nature, but they're put first on social media. Then maybe 24, 48 hours later, we'll get the link for the code of conduct or whatever they had shown previously on social media. So it's one of those things where I've had to really sit back and grapple with myself and say, am I really happy in this situation? Is this really something that is benefiting me if I keep putting all the effort in and I'm not seeing a return? It's like constantly clicking on pictures and taking picture after picture after picture, trying to get it perfect but yet you know the background is limiting you. Or you know the person that's in the picture just doesn't want to smile that day, but you keep taking the picture over and over again. In that situation, you're definitely wasting film and you're wasting your time if you keep clicking 
pictures or trying to get the right image and you know they're not going to turn out right. So I think it's a struggle for some of us to be able to say, I have to put the camera down, I have to back away, and I have to put myself in the front. I have to find my way, even though I'm feeling a mess, even though I'm putting these boundaries out and they're going off like landmines in my life. So the biggest thing I can say about all of this is if you feel like you are constantly in the background of your life, if you're heading down Bitter Boulevard, if you feel like everything is sinking around you and your life is quicksand and nothing is on solid ground, you might need to take some time out and focus on what's important to you. You might need to take some time and figure out what boundaries are needed to help yourself. Um, You also probably need some self-care, like I have needed some self-care. And you have to say to some people in your life, if they are draining your energy or they're draining your battery and say, hey, I can't do this right now, I'll get back to you later. And I am guilty of that issue as well. I think I have to answer right now. I have to think, I have to respond soon. Um, If I don't, then I'm going to forget about it. You have to realize that yes, we all want instant gratification like I talked about. We all want the instant text reply. We all want the instant information. However, we also have things going on. We also have things that we need to accomplish in our lives before we can get back to someone or reply to an email. And and there's nothing wrong with taking that time. There's nothing wrong with taking you know, 10 to 15 minutes or maybe 45 minutes to respond to somebody if we're truly busy and we have a lot going on in that moment. Um, I'm very bad about thinking that I have to respond right away because I don't want that person to think I forgot about them or I don't want someone to think that I don't care. But sometimes it's just we're too busy. And we need to take that moment and complete whatever task is going on or whatever situation may be happening. So remember, it's just as important to put yourself in front of the camera.